Hello and welcome to the 126th installment of the Synapse Misfire podcast. I'm your regular-sized host, Chris, joined by our other regular-sized host, Jordan, and for the first time in a very long time, our small co-host, Alex. I've shrunk. He is short. The computer is exploding. (laughs) The second we go to make anything, the fucking computer has a stroke. It's good now. It fixed itself. If the audio cuts, we all just died in a horrific accident. Yeah, that was fucking strange, dude. That was so weird. I don't know what disconnected. It looked like a display because it was shifting all the fucking tiles around. I don't Uh. know. The the computer just had a mild stroke. It is what it is. Um, Alex is looking very short and diminutive today. Yeah. Um, despite not being the shortest person in the room. Nope. Uh, nope. but he's just in the mustard chair, and the mustard chair has no support or anything left. Yeah. So, this is what he's got to deal it's with. It's a world-class chair. I would say his chair's probably better than ours, though. Yeah. Um, bro- these maybe. chairs kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, Alex looks pretty comfy. Pretty pretty relaxed. I might. I'm doing all right. So, Jordan, where do we put this god-awful thing? So, usual formalities out of the way. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Puppet, Spotify, Pocket Cast, and the RSS feed. It's all linked below. It's also YouTube, where we have a video platform. That video platform is also on Spotify. You can actually see the mustard chair in all its glory and how tiny Alex looks in this frame. And as always, reach out to us via email, snapsmusfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and most importantly, death threats. There's also the YouTube comment section and Instagram and TikTok, which... If you haven't seen our Christmas special, look out on the TikTok. I'm going to work on some shorts for that. So, mm, Interesting. Yeah, Alex looks... He's got, like, diglet energy right now. He's coming out of the <laughs> Here, ground. can I make it worse? Hold on. He's so tiny. <laughs> he's so little. Oh, that's not comfortable at all. It's a little dude. He's a little guy. Oh. It's, like, it's like we have Oscar on the show, and he has his own chair. Like, he'd mm. be, like, almost that tall. Mm. <laughs> like a dwarf. <clears throat> the Dwarven podcast. So, Alex... Chris and I, we're here every week, right? We're usually. obligated. Yeah. No, no, not usually. I mean, I don't Always. think anyone's obligated we're, you to do this. We're obligated. Actually, there's a contract. It's out there. From uh, who? God? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah he right, came then. down. He said, listen, you, you bitches better make this it's show. It's like divine intervention shit, yeah. Yeah, mm, I see. It's actually in the Bible, the New New Testament. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, he called. He told me it was the New New Testament, but I guess we heard different things. Oh, you're yeah, going to hell anyway. now. Anyway, you're not obligated, although you've been asked numerous times, but you always have to relax. You just gotta relax. Oh, I'm so, fucking relaxing. So, with all the relaxing you've done, Alex, what have you been doing exactly? De- define relax. What's been going on? All right, let's see. So, last episode, you said 103, right? Yeah, Alex was on a episode 103 for, for the audience's knowledge. Just 23 episodes ago. Indeed. So, let's see, what happened between then and now? Uh, then it was August, I don't know, somewhere in the middle of August. Now it's at the end of December. No, it was, it was not. It was the middle of July. Was it? Yes. Yeah. God it, it damn. Was, it was five. It was like five was months August. and three weeks. No, what did we no. do in August then? Nothing. We went to Maine. Jordan and I went to Maine. You weren't involved. All right, in I'm just losing my grasp on time, I guess. So it was July <laughs> then. I was like, it was sometime in January. Yeah. <laughs> it was July then. All right, let's see. So, in between then and now, uh, as Chris got skull-fucked with school, I got a little bit screwed with school, just programming stuff, and as Chris has lamented about programming, uh, I can imagine you know what I'm going through, too. I love programming. Yeah. So, that that took up most of the time, and uh, I only had three classes. You had, what, like five classes, four? I had, like, at the peak, I had six, but one of them was that five, it was like a... 
the half yeah year, the half year class yeah there's like they, there's this dumbass like zero credit class you have to take that's not a whole semester so that was my sixth class but yeah. i finished that like really early mm. so i only had three classes but i did all my shit like on the weekends which is when they do the podcast so that's why i wasn't really Every other saturday baby yeah um let's see what else happened it's work five and a half months man yeah, I worked. I worked with you assholes. I saw you way more than I wanted to. Yeah, that's uh, true. That's you know, that's just common. Yeah. That happens. Ah, uh, yeah, that's about it. My life ain't much. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, I I just kind of exist. Anything you've been up to recently, perhaps? Yes. Uh, let's see. Over the summer, I don't know if I talked about this at all. I I had to have talked about it. I did a Red Dead Two playthrough, so I finished that. That was a pretty good game, and I see you have some stuff on the docket here today. I do to talk yeah. about, and I don't did. think you did talk about the no? podcast last. We were all together. Maybe I hadn't started it yet. I don't think you had started it. No, maybe not. So yeah, I did that. Did a whole playthrough of Red Dead, but uh, we have a lot of episodes about Red Dead, so I don't think. Yeah, I need to yeah. really talk much about that. Yeah, no, I just had a, I had one funny story that I thought Chris would get a cackle out of, and then, and then you obviously before i knew you were coming on yeah about my red dead play you want me to tell that first get it out of the way uh if you want i have something related to talk about school okay all right so this whole project that i had done the program one yeah, yeah. the big app project um well, the last time we recorded was like two days after the semester ended so like you know grades were still pending so mm. grades went in like a few days after that okay i got just given an A plus on this project. And I was like, okay, interesting. Let me do some little investigation work. Okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a little investigate. I'm kind of an investigator. <laughs> Bit of a PI. So the way I had my authentication set up in the app was through Google's Firebase. Mm-hmm. And in that, you can check, like, you know, user information. Like the data you, they did, yeah. Yeah, it gives you, like, the user's email. And, like, an encrypted version of their password. Yeah. And I also have, like, a database set up that has, like, some other information about the users. Um, no new entries were added uh, between the time I last added an entry and now. So, they didn't so even meaning it. my professor didn't even use my fucking app. Is there, is there any way you know of he could have looked at it or, like, looked at just the coding? You had to submit well, the Well, I coding. submitted the code, yeah. So that's probably, yeah. So he could have just looked at the code, but that, how, just looking at the code doesn't yeah, tell doesn't, you that the fucking yeah. thing functions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now, he, is there a way he could have taken your code and, like, made it simulate in another pro, uh, program? He could have bypassed the login but technically. Why? But, but like, why? why? When, when the login and authentication was a part of the project requirements yeah oh, was it yeah that's fucking weird it's literally like it wasn't used yeah it's crazy so he just you know thanks for the a plus i guess but like you know at least use the fucking thing yeah yeah i've sure. had this professor as well and i can't say it's unexpected so yeah because he did the same thing to me way back in fresh was it freshman year i think yeah so, so i also had another class with him where i had to do a different android project a much shorter one and he he just gave me a hundred on that. And on the final, after, mind you, bitching about, he put up an announcement. He was bitching about people doing their final, saying, well, this is a take-home final, so you should be so you should be spending at least double the allotted time that you would have in class, which the allotted time is two hours. I said, I'm not spending four hours on three questions, yeah. buddy. I spent like 45 minutes per question. Yeah. 
and he gave me a hundred on that. But I guess some people were submitting like ten to fifteen word answers. Jeez. That's ridiculous. So like they just they just wrote like a sentence for each one. Really scraping the bottom of the barrel of intelligence with your classmates, huh? Yeah. People don't give a fuck anymore. I mean, this whole COVID thing yeah. happened. I've noticed this. No one cares anymore about anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, you definitely do start to see that in many industries, many places. But, yeah. So you're going to be an A-plus on that. So was it worth it? No, probably not. Was right? it worth the A-plus? Uh, sure. But was this grade worth the time? Also, like, I don't really care. Like, I don't, it's not, like, something I was particularly invested in other than the fact that I had to get it done. Yeah. So, if I had gotten, like, a much lower grade but still passed, I would still be in the same boat I'm in now. Yeah. So. It's not like, it, not like there was any extra weight on it. It's like, oh, my God, if I don't get A+, plus, I fail. Exactly. Yeah. It was just another grade yeah. in the book. Well, congrats to that, anyway. Fucking, dude, dude fucking simulated the code in his mind. He was just like, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, he's good. I have to, uh, I'm having a bit of a nose leakage issue. I have to go deal with that. How this dare guy. you? How dare you? I was actually going to say, if you can't hear slash tell, Chris is a little sick. He's a sick boy. He's a sick fella. It's my dad's fault. It's his dad's fault. All his dad's fault. But Alex. Jordan. My fly's down. That's that's a Jordan moment if I've ever heard one. I don't know why it's down. It just this is. guy's just been sitting here dick swinging the whole fucking time. I don't think you know how flies work. They go... Yeah, they, they you know, exactly. I get it. I understand. Yeah, you showed up for the assignment. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. an A-plus in flyology. I know what I'm talking about. Flyology. Mm-hmm. You were in that class with him. Shared class. Yep. Um, so, if you can't tell, I'm also wearing the Red Dead 2 shirt today. I kind of did this on purpose because I found this in the back of my closet. And I was like, shit, I don't think I've worn that shit since like high school or like the start of the show. And uh, I knew I had something to talk about with Red Dead 2. Chris, I had some funny fucking moments in Red Dead 2. Really? So I'm doing a replay. I won't go into the nitty-gritty of that other than, like, a couple basic things. But I'm doing a replay. I'm almost done with it. I'm at the very end of chapter six or whatever. And um, one of the funniest things ever in that game happened to me. And you know in San Denis when you first show up and you're looking for Bronte and the kid steals your fucking bag? Yeah. I had a goal. My goal was to get the secret oh, cut scene where you catch him. You catch yeah. him, yeah. Right? So I, I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, I know his trajectory. Let me just, like, cut him off, right? So you know the part where he goes, like, up a staircase to the left around yeah. a patio and then goes onto a roof? Dude, I fucking, I go up on the roof with him. He starts going straight, and then he cuts a right. So I start going diagonal, right? Straight line is the shortest way to any destination, yeah. right? I'm like, I fucking got this. He hops off the roof. I hop off, but I don't, like, walk off. I jump. Oh, Arthur no. does, like, a fucking front flip, eats shit in front of the kid. And he's just on his back, and the kid's running like, oh, you can't catch me, old man. And then I get up Bro. and I start running and the fucking trolley hits me and just kills me. <laughs> just kills me Bro. instantly. I literally landed next to the trolley. The camera was perfectly panned in a way that as I got up and ran, you couldn't see anything. And then all of a sudden you just heard, Dung! and he's like this. <laughs> gets hit by the trolley. I, this is the first time in a long time I've just been laughing at a TV, just dying. Oh, it was so good. But uh, I did end up getting the alternate cutscene, like mm. I had. And a lot sooner than that actual incident. I fucked up the first time, and then, yeah, I ended up getting the alternate cutscene. So. Nice. Um, and like I mentioned to you, Chris, on the last episode, I think I've been doing that sort of parabola effect to that personality. I didn't go total evil in the beginning. I don't think Arthur's ever been a totally evil guy. But I, I kept it kind of neutral, 
And then now I'm like, oh, Lord, save me. <coughs> Please save yeah, me. Yeah, I did a similar thing with uh. my playthrough where after he got diagnosed, I kind of was like, all right, full good. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. I also noticed something, and I don't know if this is like a story thing or if it's to really in- evoke like the whole Dutch going crazy. But like more than my first and second playthrough, I noticed like no one fucking cares that Arthur's sick. Mm, yeah. No one gives a shit. Yeah, everyone's like, just being self There's like three people who actually like kind of acknowledge it. And like the rest who acknowledge it mostly just made fun of him. Like Micah, yeah. you know, refers to him as black one. Dutch, all he ever says is like, are you sure you can keep up? He never is like, hey man, how you doing? Like I've been with you for 25 years. Like yeah. I hope you're, you're okay. practically my son, but practically you're dying. Practically my son. Whatever, dying, sounds like so, a you problem. So instead, he just starts being like, are you sure you can keep up? Do I have to send Micah? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. John is the only one who showed like a little bit of compassion because during the dynamite mission, he's like, you sure you're okay? Like, and, he's, and Arthur's like, don't worry about me. Worry about your family. And he's like, no, but like, you're going to be okay. And then like Sadie cares a little bit, but like no one else cares. Like yeah. no one gives a shit that the, like the senior, the second in command for this entire gang now the only one who's been there since the original days besides obviously the leader is just dying yeah they're all just kind of like not to mention in chapter six too it hits chapter six and it's like a switch is flipped where everyone's just an asshole to you for no fucking reason that's what i'm saying like i I don't know if that was like because of cut content maybe there was supposed to be some sort of parabola to it like where they're like oh they're starting to be dits and they're total dits like something like that but it was just very sudden like literally i noticed after guarma that like the, the the switch is flipped like you yeah. get sick and then all of a sudden everything's different like yeah. totally different and i know it, it, i feel like part of it is a story way of where they're trying to subtly show the effects of like people no longer trusting dutch and if you've looked up to this person for so long and now you can't trust them you start to you know fall back on yourself but like i just i just find it a little jarring i'm like no one oh gives no a it shit. definitely is. like eagle flies gives more of a shit or not no, rains falls gives more of a shit about Arthur's sickness than Dutch does. Yeah. And they just met. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's so bizarre. So bizarre. But, you know. I'm no game is perfect. I'm getting that. And, yeah, I'm still getting hit in the feels. I'm just like, man, my time's come. Man. My time's come. I did the Charlotte fucking side oh, quest. Yeah. I made sure to complete that 100%. I'm on the last uh, Hamish one. Mm-hmm. Which, that's going to be that's gonna be sad. Big yeah. sad. But, yeah. uh Finishing up the the Hamish quest and then like taking Buell into the last ride. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I have a horse I've had for a while I might take instead. And I'll save Buell for John. So I'm thinking. Well, when you transition, all your horses get deleted. They do? I thought they... Yeah. He doesn't inherit... Fuck. No. No, your horses get turned into glue. Yeah, if you want to keep it as John, you have to wait. You have to wait and do the mission as John. What I learned in my 100% run that I never finished, uh, what I learned is something important as well, is... You can do all the treasure hunts as Arthur. All the gold bars you collect get removed from your inventory. Really? When you, when you transition over. Huh. I guess that makes sense. It's like you basically got robbed, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of wild. What I have been doing on this playthrough is I've been reading all of uh, the journal entries as, yeah. they, mm-hmm. as they come. It's something I went out of my way to do. Yeah. And actually, surprisingly, it's one of the few games where like I feel like reading the stuff provides a shit ton of insight into the character like i did the last mary linton mission and like i could just like sense this palpable dread in his writing where like arthur's like man should i have just fucking left yeah like i should have just left and like why didn't i leave all those years ago and it's like man that must be like 
trying to put yourself in those shoes is like that's a shit situation yeah to just be on the run your whole life and then you're like man i could have made one decision and just been out of here yeah it's fucking wild and he feels like he has to stay because he owes it to dutch and everything yeah Yeah. that's kind of how it goes yeah meanwhile dutch is continually putting everyone in shitty situations dutch leaves him to die so yeah yeah okay and uh yeah i didn't realize by the way the whole john and, and arthur thing with the dynamite um the way they talk I didn't. I like, just now realized what they say. Like where John and Arthur literally are like, "We're gonna steal from Dutch." I didn't even yeah. remember that being a subplot. Like I forgot that from the first playthrough, where Arthur's like, "You know, we could get that money for you, and then I could use a vacation." Yeah. But really, you know, deep down, he knows he's pretty much yeah, dead. He's, he's just die. trying to get it for for John and Abigail and them. And I never realized that. I'm like, man, so that mission is like probably officially the like loyalty lost mission like that's where, yeah. where arthur finally turns his back um it's fucking crazy dude fucking crazy i it makes me i miss want to replay red dead one again even though i did like five months ago mm. but man does it make me dislike dutch not as a character as a character he's fucking incredible yeah but just as someone who's fucking screwing everyone else i fucking hate him yeah <laughs> shit sucks man yeah he is one of those characters it's like you know in terms of a villain, or like I guess a good guy turned villain, uh, once there's the turn, you can see like, oh yeah, this was a bit strange. You go back to all the actions and stuff. Yeah, I think he's a fantastic villain Absolutely. in that respect. And then you can see the evolution happen, even though there's no like gameplay and there's no gameplay between, you know, the end of Red Dead One or the end of Red Dead Two and Red Dead One mm-hmm. where you see Dutch, you can see. The effects over time, yeah, that have happened. So. Yeah, well, and is and the thing is too, like even the end of Red Dead 2's epilogue where you see Dutch, he already starts to portray those characteristics of what he has in Red Dead One. So it's really just exacerbating that into his character. So it's yeah, it's such a good flow. But um, yeah, man, it's just making me a bit sad all around. Yeah, all around, bit sad. But uh, Alex, have you played anything else, or Chris? Either of you? I know Chris yeah. was playing something. I finished. Yeah. I finished Ragnarok. No. I haven't yet. Uh, Neither have I still. I'm hoping to finish it this weekend, actually, probably no. after your house tomorrow. Yeah, I'm about 12 hours in, I think. Yeah. I, I think I was, ta- I was talking to you guys, I'm like 21-ish, so I'm probably near the end, at least according to like Chris's time. Yeah. So. I'm uh, I'm going to still, I still, I probably have to play it again, but like, it is, it is definitely like a big contender of like, this is better than Red Dead 2. Yeah, Chris had told me that, and um... It actually surprised me. It did surprise yeah, me. Now, surprised me too. As someone who's replaying Red Dead Two right now, it still holds that title. I'll see. Like you had said to me, like I'll see when God of War Ragnarok ends. I don't think there's enough there to dethrone it for me personally, but maybe I don't know how it ends. So we'll, we'll see if I'm like, holy yeah. fuck. But just like watching, you know, it just so happens I'm playing these two games side by side. I'm like, oh shit. What I found is that in God of War 2018, you. There's still this barrier of like, oh, these are characters mm-hmm. in in that game. Like you you relate to them, you empathize with them, but like, oh, these are characters. That's a barrier that doesn't exist in Red Dead Two. You're like, oh, these are people. I yeah. Th- this you, isn't you, a Norse god. This is a dude. These are like these are it's like realistic. people. And I get that feeling more so from Ragnarok than I did from the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. I agree that they do humanize the characters a lot more. Yeah. Um. Honestly, one of the... I, I don't want to say my biggest issue with Ragnarok. I don't have any issues with it, but my biggest thing that I'm a little, like... That's kind of turning me off of playing it is there's too much there. 
Like mm-hmm. I thought 2018 was this nice mean, little yeah. package where it's like it's linear, but it's not. But it is linear at the end of the day. Yeah. And like Ragnarok, obviously the story is linear unless something happens where it's not. But I, I've heard it is. But like, I'll be in fucking Muspelheim, and then they're like, "Hey, you just unlocked the quest in fucking Svartalheim." And yeah, I'm like, it's overwhelming. Oh, I'm gonna go all the way to Svartalheim. Fuck. Yeah. And like that stuff is kind of almost overwhelmed me in I, a way. I haven't I done do any agree of it in so. that sense where, especially in. Uh, I did a couple things in Vanaheim, and there's one quest that you do in Vanaheim, like a main quest, mm-hmm. where it opens up side quests. It opens like four of them. And then I went to do the main side quest that you get, and it activated like 15 other side mm-hmm. quests. Yeah. And the thing is, like, <clears throat> that's great. Like, I like that there's a lot of content, but it is it is definitely overwhelming. Um, it's got that cyberpunk treatment. Not nearly as bad. Oh, not nearly mm. as but bad. But it's got that cyberpunk, cyberpunk thing where yeah. it's like you do one mission and then it's like here's a side quest, here's a side quest, here's a side quest, here's a side quest. Like side I one's there, more like here's fifty. But. I went there mm. to do a quest with. Uh, I went to there to do a quest that I had been putting off, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna finally do this. Uh, one of the side quests, and then I was on my way to the side quest, and it triggered an entirely different one in the same area. Yeah. Wait, I'm looking here on Steam. I, I beat God of War on the Steam Deck. I have 16.2 hours. That was a nice playthrough. That was like me kind of leisurely. In, that was when I first got the Steam Deck. I was trying to enjoy the hardware and like make yeah. my way through the game. Do the side stuff, but not all the side stuff. Like not the Valkyries or any of that or armor yeah. pieces. Just do the story and, and focus on that and a little bit of side stuff. 16 hours. That was a, that was a nice, nice appetite-fulfilling gameplay. I'm at 21 with Ragnarok already, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, is this game gonna end yet? Is it gonna end yet? Like, and I don't mean that in like a bad way, and it's very mm. cynical of me to say, but well, like, a lot of games are just—they're getting long for like no reason. I feel yeah. like you don't have to have all this stuff and just because a game's short doesn't mean. I it's will bad. say the side quests are good in, in Ragnarok. They are, and like I have that same gripe with with Red Dead Two too, where there's like plenty of quests, where, like specifically in the beginning, like the Coulter chapter, where I'm like, I don't need to fucking learn how to break a horse. I don't need <laughs> yeah. to do this, yeah. but I get it. But like with Ragnarok, I'm like, yeah, these are cool. That's the that's kind of the problem for me is they're all so good that I almost don't want to not do them. Mm-hmm. So like I know you, the solution is just do the main stuff then. Yeah. But like then I feel like I'm depriving myself of much needed like lore and character building and you know stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just like I'm I'm fucking caught between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah. I, I could I, I could definitely see that. Um, but just in, I'm thinking strictly in terms of the main story. It was enough. It was a. It was a fantastic, fantastic yeah. story. Yeah, and it was it was such a such a different story. I mean, different in the terms of how the characters react, but it's a very similar like. The the elements from the first one are all there. Mm. Like, you know, Kratos and Atreus have to set out on a journey that Kratos thinks Atreus isn't prepared for. Pretty they meet yeah. some new friends. And then some shit happens between Kratos and Atreus. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't want to go beyond that because I don't know how far you are. You are. I'm in Vanaheim yeah. right now, right at the beginning. <clears throat> yeah, so you're not so, crazy far. Yeah. yeah, so like, you know, it's, it's it follows like the same sort of story beats, but there's like so much, uh, the characters are so much more like, there's so much more range to all the characters. Especially Kratos. Like, he has like a crazy range in uh, emotion that he didn't have in the in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I did like that. That was something I, I definitely embraced pretty heavily. It was like, 
I forget, I'm not going to say what, but I forget like where it was in the story. I think it was more towards like the middle of the beginning where there's like a specific thing that happens and Kratos like actually looks sad. And I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, when's the last time I've seen Kratos sad? Like he's always just like, and there's, pissed. it just speaks volumes just in the little detail they changed that instead of referring to Atreus as boy and it's Mimir Atreus. as head, he mm-hmm. refers to him as Atreus and Mimir. Yeah. yeah. And he refers to people by their name. They're, and uh, instead of saying the dwarves, he says Brock and Sindri. Yeah. Like he... It shows the growth. It shows that, yeah, it's been a while and he trusts all these people now. Yeah. And they, he sees them more as peers rather than tools yeah. like in the first game yeah no a hundred percent that a hundred percent that's super true because right out of the rip in the beginning of the game like he keeps saying atreus even keeps saying in, atreus even like, in yeah. some like even in some circumstances where like they're about to do something and they're trying to figure out a plan or something or they're trying to figure something out and Kratos will consult Mimir. Like, he'll talk with Mimir. Yeah, put him down and, like, talk with him. like, what do you think about this, buddy? He would not do that in the first one. No. Be like, shut the fuck up, Mimir. Oh, my God, bro. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. No, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, like, consultation and, like, and it just shows putting how much, himself out same there. Same thing, he, consul- he consults Atreus, like, right at the very beginning when you do, uh, this isn't a spoiler, when you do the fight with Thor, because this is, like, uh, well, he's talked about on the podcast anyway, too. When yeah. you do the fight with Thor, when Thor shows up, to the house initially there's the shot behind thor and there's kratos and atreus standing out in front of the cabin and you know thor's like let me in the house you know i just want to have a conversation and kratos and atreus have a brief conversation it's not heard like it's, they it's whisper m- to each other murmuring yeah. yeah yeah and it's like oh okay so he's consulting his son now he sees him more as an equal rather than like Oh, just an immature Just listen child. to me and get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, listen to what I have to mm-hmm. say because like I Balder. know better than you. Like Balder. Boy, get underneath the floor. Yeah, and, and now, he puts, stuffs him in the floor. And now a way yeah. more dangerous god shows up. Way more dangerous. A way more dangerous god shows up. And he's like, well, you know, I gotta have my son here too. Just in case something happens and we both have to like fight this fucking guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you even see it in combat too. And obviously that's less scripted, but like... The combat moves that Atreus has, too. There's a lot more of, like, if Kratos does this, Atreus will yeah. do that. And it's yeah. supposed to show you, like, how they've trained together. Oh, and there's, like, in a lot of the finisher, like, the R3 kills. Yeah. There's, like, I, I think there's one in particular, one enemy where, like, Kratos will grab it and, like, expose its neck. And you hit square and Atreus will it's shoot the, it. It's the fucking lizard things. Yeah, the big fucking mm. lizard guys. Yeah. One of those guys. So, it's yeah. it's interesting. Um, and I, I, I really like that game. It's a very It's a very yeah. good game. Yeah, no, super good game. I'm hoping to, I'm hoping Monday, t- tomorrow or Monday will be. I'm hoping the two days. Maybe maybe going to your house um, and playing it uh, to check out like your theater room will be yeah. enough to like spark me again. Like mm-hmm. let's go. Yeah. But um, I was thinking, you know, I think I have a perfect solution because what's holding me back, right, is like I just want to be in the bedroom, but I don't want to play it on this TV. If I want anything, I want the portability. That's why I like 2018 on the Steam Deck so much. I'm like I could just fucking cast it fucking cast it i have a dedicated wi-fi extender thing now um that i got for a vr it's called d-link or whatever it's for oculus uh wireless link or whatever mm-hmm. i could use that to be have my own wi-fi channel from the ps5 to the fucking the uh the steam deck like i could totally stream it but i, I think i'll be able to beat it monday i just gotta like nose to the grindstone and maybe not do all the side stuff <coughs> you know what i'm oh. saying <laughs> i like how i had like no uh nasal drippage 
Until the podcast. The entire day. I'm not even kidding. Like, my my sinuses were not bad the entire day. And the second I have to sit down in front of a camera and speak, just every fluid imaginable starts coming out of my nose. <laughs> nice. Every fluid, like, every fluid that exists is mm. now exiting my sinusal system. Your sinusal <laughs> system. So, Chris, I see an interesting note on there, which I think we could talk about... Um, Right after you were talking about finishing Ragnarok. Yeah. About the PS5. Now, so, obviously, Alex, you don't have one, right? No. You're playing on PS4. I've been playing on PS4. And you were saying it runs actually pretty good. Yeah, it does it? run well. The only time you really get lag is during a, when you're on a boat, but who cares? It's like, just traveling. Nothing's happening. Yeah, yeah so the, the PS5, okay, has, like, all this, like, mythos around it, okay? So, oh, it's fast, it's this, and it's fast. Yeah, Dude, loading up true. Ragnarok is crazy. Here's the thing that I... that. This is my thought that I formed in my head while playing the game. It looks fantastic, and it runs fantastic. But as all this, like, hype around, like, the SSD and the technology that was made there, the loading times are still longer than I thought they would be. I'm not saying they're long. I'm not saying that's bad. Just longer than They're longer thought. than I thought they were going to be. Mm. So, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to speak from a... Because your note specifies after finally playing a PS5 game. Yeah, because like, I hadn't played anything on it. Yeah. I'm going to say two things. Two, two points. Point number one, which is... It really doesn't mean much, but it's a cross-gen game. So there's that. So anytime there's a loading screen, they have to find a way to make that same loading screen, like, for example, using the Nine Realm transportation, mm-hmm. work on PS4 and PS5. And you see that a lot in the fact that in 2018... The characters would go in there and just be silent. In Ragnarok, they talk the entire fucking time until the portal appears. I think that's a way of making the PS5, which could have easily been like, and we're there. Yeah. Work, uh, the game that work on PS5 and PS4 while not making a PS4 player look at a fucking loading screen. You know what I'm saying? There's that. The other part of it I would say is I don't think the SSD hype is correct. I think the hype was around loading times, like you said, but I think it translated more into gameplay like for example i'll use another game that i don't think you've played because you said that's the only one so obviously you haven't um ratchet and clank a rift apart that game's loading times were whatever they were just like ragnarok but in the game you could seamlessly transport between like multiple realms without a loading screen that was like the the ssd working its magic so i do agree with you like the whole loading screen thing like if you boot up red dead 2 it still takes like fucking a decade to load but that's just because it's old old code you know yeah mm. it's just that <laughs> it's not exactly what everyone made it sound like yeah like i said there was all this mythos around it yeah. and it's just not what i expected it to be and i'm not saying it's bad yeah i'm still very impressed what i will say is if you want a game with no loading screen if i remember correctly because i haven't played it in a long time but i think I, I i was thinking about this while playing the game is mm. the amount of loading screens that exist in games now is like there's virtually none yeah a Usually. lot of them are hidden yeah, a lot of games through actions now, or through something else that you don't notice. Like in terms of starting the game, there's a lo- a loading screen to get into the game. Maybe booting your save as well. But in terms of like, well, yeah, that's what I mean. Getting oh, yeah, into yeah. like gameplay, there will be a loading screen. Yeah. But beyond that, usually there isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Usually there's no loading screens like in the middle of gameplay. Where I remember playing like Skyrim, there's like there's so many fucking every loading door. Screens. Yeah. You look at a door the wrong way, and there's a loading screen. You yeah. go into the shopkeeper. There's a loading screen. You exit the shop. Yeah. There's a loading screen. Yeah. And, you know, games now have a very few loading screens in general. So I, I am, like, like I said, I'm not Dissing unimpressed. Yeah. I'm not disappointed. It's still very fast. 
Yeah. But it's not as, as much as I thought. What you need to do is play Returnal and use the, the PlayStation card system. That will actually probably impress you because that game, you can literally like boot out of the game, go right back into the game, like it, reboot the system. It'll say, um, return to where you were. You hit the button, and it practically goes zoom in, zoom out, and you're just fucking there, huh. like in the game. It used to anyway. I don't know if they've updated it or whatever. I know they're making that game for PC. Actually, it's coming out I think in January or maybe even later. But that game used that was the one game that impressed the fuck out of me with loading times because it was like I would get annoyed sometimes because there was tips and I'd be like I couldn't fucking read that. Like why'd you do that to me? Yeah. yeah. Why'd you do yeah. that to me? God of War does that. Ragnarok does that in the PS5. I'm like there's a tip. I'm like cool. Oh, I can't read it. Okay. I think <clears throat> what would change or like what would put it into better perspective is if I played it again on PS4. Because yeah. I used to feel the same way about... I felt the same way about, like, SSDs in computers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's mildly faster, sure. Yeah, I can boot into Windows a little faster. Yeah. And then I had the pleasure, the displeasure of using Windows 10 on a hard drive. Windows 10 needs an SSD. To needs, work. yes. Yeah. Because the last time I had Windows installed on a hard drive was Windows 7. Mm-hmm. And that was built for hard drives. Yeah, it was fine. Because SSDs were... Uh, at Expensive. the time when they first came out didn't exist and when like the middle of its lifespan when SSDs did exist they were so fucking expensive yeah, yeah. so like why the fuck am I gonna buy this it makes no sense and then now like Windows 10 needs an SSD to work you cannot even try to run it that is shit. unusable without an SSD so I think if like I played another game on like PS4 like if I still had my base PS4 and I played like a game on there, and I'd be like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Like I, I think Radnor the Rock, obfuscation yeah. of loading screens in the God of War games in general was really well done. Yeah. But yeah, I'm still not. I'm still not as impressed as I thought I would be. Mm. Yeah. I, like I said, I think Returnal would be a good one, and then as we go forward, like I think Spider-Man Two is going to be a fucking crazy one because that's supposed to be PS5 exclusive. It's not coming to PS4. Yeah. I think that is going to be insane. Trying to uh, trying to fucking. Um, play it because even the last one miles morales that was ps5 and ps4 and like you didn't notice the load like you yeah. notice the load time only in the sense of like when you hit continue on the main screen you were just like there it like didn't yeah. even finish the soundtrack and you were there and you, you know, know but. that's a interesting thing is the the cross-gen games the last generation of consoles and i understand this is like a supply chain thing how much crossover was there in the last year? I feel like we there got like maybe a six months, eight months maybe of games. Maybe six months. Now we're going on three years. And now yeah. it's like three years of games that are cross-platform because no one can get yeah. hardware. Yeah. It's because it makes more sense now to develop for the old hardware than it does to develop the new hardware because literally, no one has if you it. release Call of Duty right now for just Series X and PS5 and then obviously PC, your market completely changes. Like, yeah. 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 It's because, too segregated. Yeah, people don't have like... Eight, you I will could say, get, like, PS4s, like, shortly after they came out, you could just buy them at the store. Yeah, yeah. They were at the store. Now, I genuinely, like, I don't go to the electronics section very often, but, like, any time I've been there, there have never been no. PlayStations mm. on the shelf. Only I've seen, Series X's. I've seen Series X's because no one fucking wants those things. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I have only met, like, one person who had a Series X. Uh... I see them on the shelf, but I I don't see I don't think I've ever seen a PS5 on the shelf. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can uh, yeah you can find the Series S really regularly. Sometimes the Series S, but if you're looking for a PS5, they are in stock right now. Go buy one, bitch. 
from Sony directly. So it's. So. I don't have a reason to buy one because, like, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to play much on it. Yeah, but I'm not going to go Ragnarok. spend like how no, much? No, it is totally it? makes Castle sense. Like, I, th- I think it's like five seventy nine. Yeah, I'm for not the bundle because it's a God of War Ragnarok bundle. Mm. It totally makes sense. I I I understand that. Like, I didn't have my PS4. I sold my PS4. Yeah. And I had the opportunity to buy the PS5. So I like, fuck it. Let me just get this. Yeah. And, and the, the Spider-Man Two will come out eventually, and you'll use it for that. And I'll mm. I'll play probably five games total over the entire course of the console's lifespan, and I'll sell it. Mm. Yeah. What you should yeah. do is you should definitely if you I don't think you have I don't remember you telling me you did you should play Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, I never played. I've that heard yet. that might be getting a port to P uh, to PC though. Like there's been I, I have, think GeForce Now leaked it, so I'm I'm fucking praying. That I have it does. Uh, zero loyalties whatsoever. Like, I don't give a shit about, like, the collectability of consoles or whatever. Like, I'm not going to keep yeah. a console longer than I have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I will use the console to its fu- uh, to its fil- uh, fullest. And then when I'm done with it, I will just get rid of it. Yeah. So, and that's what I've been doing. Like, my Xbox 360 I had. Mm. I used that, and then I got my PC, and I immediately got rid of my Xbox. Yeah. My P- PS4, I played the, like, three games on it Red that I wanted to play. Red Dead and a couple other things, yeah. And, and Spider-Man and shit. And then, like, I got rid of it. So the PS5 is going to be the same way. But there's still games going to be coming out for the next, you know, foreseeable future. Probably five like seven, years. eight years, yeah. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. this generation is probably going to be a lot longer as well. I'm imagining it's going to They get longer and longer every time, I feel Well, like. that's, that's... I don't know if that's necessarily true. Because maybe going forward, at least they will I be. think they will start to get a bit longer because it was such a jump in hardware Yeah. between the the... PS4 and PS5, the the generation for the the 360 PS3 era was like 05 to like 2013, so it was yeah. like eight years, hmm. and then the last generation was 13 to what, 2020, 2020. It was seven years, so yeah. it was seven years, but I think this one is probably going to be like ten. Yeah, yeah, it's probably going to be like ten because it was such a leap in hardware. Number one and number two. People aren't going to be able to reliably get these fucking things until, yeah. like, probably 2025. Yeah. Plus, last-gen set the precedent of mid-gen upgrades. PS4 Pro, Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. So I think I think true. that's what you're going to see first. I think you're going to see PS5 Pro or whatever, yeah. and then Xbox Series X2 or fucking some stupid which shit. Is X like, squared, brother. Yeah, which is, like, crazy because the way that that console performs, like, I don't see a reasonable upgrade path. Yeah, um, literally only like if they can somehow make it uh-huh. do 144 hertz on all the games. Like I don't know, I don't see. But if you're the playing SSD on a is TV, already, you're not gonna have 144. Well, you, they TV. would market it towards people who aren't well, yeah. playing on a TV. Yeah, I guess, but because they're not, they're also probably not anticipating a PS5 Pro to outsell the base PS5. You know. Yeah. So like I don't know, it's it's tricky because it you know the next gen consoles already have the best SSDs that are out there pretty much. Like oh, and in terms of storage, I can see that being an upgrade because. Mm. It's pitiful, it only I'm has guessing. like six hundred and seventy-five six hundred and seventy-five gigs, but it's also so which is dumb, like such easy a fucking oddly specific yeah. number. Yeah, but you know it's it's easy to upgrade, sure. But like you know, it's I'm, ridiculous. That I'm you have a to. dumb, dumb caveman. I want to buy a box, put it on the TV, and have it store all my games. Okay? Yeah, yeah. That's the the market they have to appeal to with consoles. It's like this is a child or a sixty-year-old man who wants this thing. To put, he wants to put the box next to the TV, mm-hmm. and he wants it to play video games. Yeah. I feel like that's where the Series X does have a leg up. On, from a technical person's side, like my point of view, PS Five has it all over because I'll tell you right now, Xbox sells one terabyte um, memory cards <laughs> yeah, they have like for, memory, like a, for like for like one hundred and twenty bucks, yeah. right? But I was able <coughs> to get a Samsung uh, 
NVMe drive with a heat sink that's two terabytes for like 200 bucks and I put it in no problem. Mm. So for me, PS5 has it all over it. But for your average user, I do feel like Sony should have maybe just gone the memory card route because yeah. like that's gonna that's yeah. gonna resonate with older people, the older crowd. Like my brother seeing a memory card, even if he didn't know as much as he does about computers, would go, oh, memory card like PS2. Yeah, yeah. I take the the little box and I plug it into the big box or like fucking, and I get more room for like my the games. fucking Sega Game Gear or whatever the fuck it was. The no, the Genesis or whatever, where it had all those fucking adat- fucking attachments. You could stack it like this high. Like that resonates with the older crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, like Giraffe Man talks about fucking Sega Genesis all the time and how he had all these mods and he would stack it up and you had a Genesis like this tall. Mm. Like that would resonate with, with the elderly like him. The elderly. Like him and, and uh, our <laughs> elderly co-worker who from now on I think we should refer to as Booms. Booms? I think that'll be his uh, podcast name. Booms. You know, so. moving away from consoles, we've been a very technical, we've been some technical boys We're today. We're a bit of technicians. <laughs> also, uh, I'm a bit of a technician. Also, I don't know if you guys have your phones on you, but the group chat's been going Yeah, wild. I keep feeling my, my freaking watch buzzing wild. like every half second. Oh, I have... <laughs> what is that? Look at that face, dude. What? The Look cat? Thing. Yeah. Are you having a stroke right now? Are you okay? Look at that face. I have uh, no service. So the uh, so basically, uh, Jordan's home address mm-hmm. is Little Bro, actually, speaking of Little Little dude... My fucking one of my Patrick Star U2s broke the other day, and I almost I, I just U2s. about I just about blew my brains out. Ah, uh, like, my microplastics! Dude, How did it break? Fucking my mom got me a gag gift for Christmas. She got me a fucking Spider-Man clock, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna respect this gag gift as what it is. Can you stop fucking? <laughs> I keep the mic. T- this I like keep trying to fix. You've done this. I keep trying to fix my glasses, and I stop keep touching your glasses. No, they Take slide them off. down. Wear contacts like no. a normal person. Uh, my Fuck mom you. got me this fucking Spider-Man wall clock, and I was like, I'm gonna respect this gift. I'm gonna hang this up, and it immediately fell off the wall. Took out like sits in my U2s. I picked them up, and then yesterday I'm working from home. I look in this little trash can that I bought for our office, and there's two U2s in there, and I'm See, like, See, this is the fuck. reason, this is the reason you don't buy plastic garbage. Yeah, I'm fucking pissed. This is literally, it literally has nothing to do with the fact that it's U2s that fell yeah. down. I just, like, I can't stand dumbass little plastic figurines. <sighs> I can't fucking stand them, and I can't quite explain why. I'm not even joking. Like, I'm mad at this, but I, I don't know why. <laughs> I think you just dislike Jordan. I think that's it. That's not true, though. No, you know? I think that's, that's not true. true. I, mean, I think there's some deep-seated, like, weeks. resentment here. I feel Maybe. like... I feel Maybe like... he's jealous of the U2s. Maybe you should get him a few. <laughs> Maybe, we, may, yeah, maybe we should get him some. Maybe he wants some. Maybe. I don't want U2s. You say that, Alice, but, you know... Wouldn't it be wicked funny if we just bought a shit ton of U2s mm-hmm. and just <laughs> brought them one week? Yeah. I'll they sneak into your house be, in the middle of the night. You would just be wasting your own right? money. If I'll they... sneak into his house and I'll place them all around him. That way he wakes up and there's hundreds of them in his room. <laughs> that would be so expensive. Fuck. I would I would never speak to either of you again. Fuck. I would never speak to either of you That again. might be worth it. It might. It, that sounds like a win-win. Yeah, I mean, you know, every hundred is only $3,000, so... So. These things are way too expensive, man. Yeah, they that's are. also the part of the issue I have. Oh, with. just 3D print them. There we go. So I anyway, uh, before we, before we uh, lose it. Yeah, before we cut eight, 18 minutes of footage yeah. um, to, to address group chats and whatnot, um, I said that I wanted to switch topics, okay? Because we've been pretty technical. Okay. I have a fucking bone to pick with Chipotle Mexican Grill. Okay. okay. What has Chipotle done to you? I'm about to explain. 
If you just shut if the you fuck would, up. If you would open your fucking ears for Why a even invite me, me if you're just going to fucking berate <laughs> me, huh? I, I try to ask a question, you know, to just lead into his his response, and I just get shit on. I'm fucking sick of this, you know? That's why he I'm wasn't, done. That's why he wasn't on the last 23 episodes. He just got pushed over the edge. So, last night, I uh, went to Chipotle to get a Chipotle burrito because I was hungry. As you would. As, you know. As humans often do get hungry, I was hungry. So I'm going to go get yeah. a Chipotle burrito. And uh, that's very evident. Um, Chipotle, <laughs> like every other fast food uh, place, has an app. Yeah. Chipotle's app sucks, but it's way better than like any other fast food app I've used. But the competition's not very fierce. Yeah. So I had no issues with the app. I, ordered, I order in the app all the time. Because when you order in the app... You take, you you set up your time, you show up, you walk into the restaurant, and there's this shelf. Yeah. And you find the bag with your name on it, you take it and leave. It's like Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah. You don't, you don't it's have like to... It's like the kindergarten cubby shelf. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't put your have lunch to boxes. fuck around yeah. with, like... <laughs> yeah, oh, they put up. your little name on there. I, I don't, you don't have to fuck around with, like, oh, hi, I'm picking up order for Chris. Uh-huh. Okay. Or, like, running through a drive-thru and be like, this is my order code, like you have to do with McDonald's or whatever. Yeah. Right? You walk in, grab your shit, and leave. Yeah. No one even knows you were there. Here's the thing. Last night, I scheduled my order to be ready at 7.40. All right. 7.40 p.m. Not a.m. 7.40 p.m. I get to the restaurant at like 7.42. Mm -hmm. I walk in. There's one bag on the shelf. I'm like, this bag is way too big to be mine. I looked at it. Not my name. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to wait. Because this happened. It happened sometimes. They just fell behind. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they get busy. Shit happens, whatever. I'm not one of these fucking people who, like, starts screaming at people for no fucking reason. Oh, my order's three minutes late. I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking care. Right? I'll just wait. And then, I'm waiting. And waiting. Waiting. It's been, like, ten minutes. Like, this is getting a little... A little ridiculous. Now I'm getting annoyed. Now I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting mildly perturbed. Like, I'm not going to go yell at a minimum wage worker, but like... You're going to ask. I'm going to, I'm going to like ask, but there was someone else at the counter who asked for their order. And they got their order. They got their order. It was behind the counter. So the guy who stepped out behind, from behind the counter, I said, hey, I have an order too. I don't know if it's ready because it's not on the shelf. And I gave him my name. And he's like, oh yeah, it's ready. What happened to the shelf? That's the whole point of having the shelf in the first place. Yeah. The whole point of having the shelf in the first place. So I don't have to look at your stupid face and interact with you. Yeah. Okay? I want to avoid interacting with people. Okay? I, 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 this is why I like this restaurant so much. Because I can walk in, grab my shit, and leave. I don't have to talk to anybody or look at anybody. Yeah. I was so mad. I like I grabbed my order. And I didn't say anything to the guy. I was just like, yeah, thanks. And I walked out the door. And I like pushed the door open. I go... I pushed the door open out loud. I went, so much for the fucking shelf. I was so mad. Was so, this also this... No, this was a different instance. Was it with the old man who was in the way while you were trying to no, get your food? No, this is when or... I went to get lunch uh, last week for mm -hmm. work. We picked up from a restaurant, and it's like this local place oh, where it's yeah, always right, fucking yeah. staffed, where it's always stacked with old people. Not the one right near our work. Is it's it? right the oh, one yeah. right that near. One? It's okay, that yeah, one. Yeah. It's always old people there. Yeah, yeah. it is. I went and there once at Giraffe Man. I ordered there. I ordered our lunch there, 
and I went to go pick it up, and the fucking the guy there was a guy standing at the register, who I'm not even joking was like the oldest person I've ever seen in my entire life. He had to be pushing triple digits, maybe even quadruple digits. <laughs> he was so fucking old, and he had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and I was standing there behind him while he was, like, trying to pick out scratch tickets. Trying to pick out scratch tickets. And he was having a conversation with the girl at the counter. And you know how, you know, talking with old people is. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, get the, yeah. And then the person responds like, yeah, Mr. Johnson! I agree! Because the fucking guy can't get hear. Get yeah. yeah. So it's, it was that. And then he was done with whatever it was he was doing. But he was still standing there. And the girl at the counter addresses me and says, Hey, you have an order, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm here to pick up my order. This is what my order is. And she goes, okay, good. And we perform this transaction. Over the old guy. Through this old man. Like, I had to hand my card around this old guy. She swiped it, did the whole nine, handed it back, and then handed my food, like, over his head. I was like, what is happening right now? It's what just, fucking dimension have I entered? People entered have the dimension, no, dimension. Like, I, no self-awareness. Especially old people. I hate the elderly. I hate the elderly. And I'm not talking about the elderly as in the elderly guy we make fun of, because he's not elderly. I'm talking no. about people who are, like, 80. Get off this earth immediately. Yeah. They're working on it. They're working <laughs> They're on it. They're getting there. Yeah. This is the thing. Is like I, I don't want to sound cruel, but like people getting in my way and inconveniencing me really irritates me. Yeah. I don't want to sound cruel, and I'm and I'm, you know, being tongue in cheek, being half serious. I feel like I don't specify that enough. Yeah, but I mean, it's also in context that we all know. You, I think you said your dad was like sixty something, so you don't really want people like no. eighty to die because he's close to that category. Yeah. He's like, not exactly that far off. Same with my dad. My so, dad's sixty two. You know, it's I'm I'm being I'm being facetious here, but still, don't be a fucking nuisance in public mm. in general. Yeah, I try not to be. I make good effort not to be. And I feel like everyone else needs to make that effort. Yeah. yeah. I got bad news for you about the shelf, by the way. I think something happened with the shelf. Like, I think this is like a conspiracy where, like, someone stole from the shelf or something. Mm. Because Buffalo Wild Wings did the same thing. You'd order. You'd find a nice little bag that says, you know, Jordan, Chris, whatever, your name on it. If I can pull it off, you leave. Yeah. When we ordered the other day, the same exact thing happened. We, we went in. We're like, our oh, shelf's empty. We sat there for literally 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then I asked, and the lady goes, oh, yeah, and pulls it from behind the counter. And I don't think that's the same parent company, Chipotle and Buffalo Wild Wings. Maybe it is. But maybe. I don't know if something happened with the shelf. Maybe there's not allowed anymore. I don't fucking know. That's really interesting. Yeah, that's weird. Because I was thinking about that exact situation the other day. Last time I got Chipotle, I was like, hey, I walk in here every week. As I go, I go to Chipotle, I make it a tradition. I've been eating Chipotle on either Friday or Saturday night. Every day for like, or every week for like the last three years. Friday or Saturday night, every day. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, if I ate at Chipotle every day, I would be bankrupt. Yeah. I'd and, be homeless. And probably dead. Because yeah. like my Chipotle order, just because of how much more expensive everything's gotten, it went from like 13 bucks to now it's like 24. Mm, Jesus. So anyway. Got a nice tattoo, by the way. Just have to throw this out here from uh, my colleague. He says he loves Red Dead Redemption too. That's good. For the win! I told him he would. So, um, I thought about this exact thing, and I was like, I go in here, like, every week, and I grab my thing off the shelf, and I don't say anything to anybody. 
Yeah. What is stopping me from just grabbing whatever bag is there? Absolutely nothing. Because it's already paid for, so they don't question you when you walk in and take the bag. You have to pay in the app. Yeah, you yeah. just walk and in if and it, grab it. And if the payment doesn't go through, they interrogate you at the store. Mm. I, I jest. My payment didn't go through one time, and they were like, your payment didn't go through. You gotta pay. Like, okay, yeah. Christ. It's fine. Yeah. I'm good for it. I have the I swear. Don't break my legs. Yeah. Oh. Fucking mob boss comes on the back. He's like, hey, ready. <laughs> okay. Fucking guy with a comedically large cigar comes out of the, like, out of the back. He's like, come, come, come on back here. <laughs> and he puffs this cigar like five times. And he puts it out on your neck. <laughs> He's like, you're my bitch now. Even he, he takes out his comedically large Tommy gun and he shoots you 37 times. Yeah. But, um, yeah, same thing with Dunkin' Donuts. They just put it on the counter. I'm like, I could just be like, yeah, yeah I ordered all these coffees. Yeah. Same yeah, thing with like could. with like Starbucks to some extent. When you order, even just ordering at the register, they put it on like the table. Yeah, yeah, and you just find and you it. just come up and take it. So I could just take other people's stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that because I don't want whatever other people ordered. I want yeah. what I ordered. Yeah, but you know, if you're like desperate for food, little that's life the, hack. Little life hack. <laughs> little unethical. You know that TikTok trend that's yeah. like. They don't know I know this. And yeah. then they do something. And it's always something out of pocket. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. That, they don't know I know this. He runs in, grabs all the food, runs out the door. <laughs> yeah. They don't know I know this life hack. And it's always like something like that, like some egregious act of theft. Or it's like, I have a gun or something like that. My favorite one was the car dealership one where he said, yeah, unfortunately you've been declined for blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I have they a don't gun. know I know this life hack. I have a gun. And then it cuts. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's so funny. So let's let's get a bit focused here. We were straying a bit. So so Chipotle, you don't like them. You're pissed. You're upset. I'm We're upset gonna be there Chipotle. next week. I'm You're boycotting. To, them. I'm going. To, I'm boycotting them for seven days. Mm, I, see. <laughs> I will be there next week. Yeah, but it's just annoying. It's annoying. The whole shelf system is a perfect system. Yeah, yeah. It's a system that I, you know, benefit from greatly. I think it's something that's important to have in society. And I don't understand why why they're doing away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a status update. Maybe we'll we'll do an investigation episode. We'll go to Buffalo Wild Wings and Chipotle in the same day mm. in mobile order and see if the shelf is, is being used. What we'll do is we'll sit outside. Because at least at the Chipotle I go to, you can see the whole front is windows and you can see directly to binoculars. the shelves. So we'll sit like in the back of the lot and we'll like do this with binoculars. And we'll look to make sure they're stocking the shelf. And they're like, okay, it's been like three hours. A bunch of customers have come in. And they haven't put a single order on that shelf. And then we go, it's like an episode of Bar Rescues, like during the recon, where uh, John Taffer and whatever goon he has with him, uh, they like, they go, okay, we're going to go into this restaurant now. And they burst through the door, mm -hmm. and they start screaming at people. That's what we need to do. Yeah. What happened to the shelf? Yeah. Where's this shelf at? And they would just recognize me immediately, because I'm always there. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're the fat guy. <laughs> you're the one who got pissy and said about what the hell happened on the shelf last week. It's it's so much so. I hate when people recognize me at restaurants. It annoys me. Yeah. It's like it, when it's the workers, I mean. Because I, I went to Chipotle before this like three-year-long stint of getting it once a week. Mm -hmm. I went to Chipotle. They knew my order when I got there. And I was like, I can't come back to this place. I didn't go to Chipotle for like six months after that. Yeah. The uh, the Dunkin' Donuts near our work, there was one girl specifically 
who I would pull up, and she must have seen the cobalt on the camera, and she would just go, yep, you're all set. I'm like, all right. I'd pull right up, get my thing, and I was good to go. Now there's a girl now who I showed up with the cobalt a couple times, and she started to do that, and then I showed up with the Yaris, and when she just looked at me, she goes, who the fuck is she this was like, guy? Did you get another car? You got a twin? She was like, did you get a different car? I'm like, yeah. No, I'm a different my, guy. I was, like, I, was, I was like, I'm a different guy. She's like, you, I didn't tell you who I was talking about. I'm like, yeah, I'm different though. Yeah. Oh, you might be thinking of my friend or my twin, Jordan. No, I'm Borden. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm Yarden. This is my yard. Yarden. <laughs> um, and I'm like, no, I, I got this car to learn to drive stick. And I honestly felt like I had a, um, a Fiesta uh, ST Harbor Freight yeah. moment or whatever yeah. the fuck was, O'Reilly's. Well, like, it was like, Harbor Freight. I'm like, yeah, I bought this to drive stick. And she's like, oh, here, take this and get the fuck out of my drive Yeah, through. no, it's... it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I think... I just had to... Go ahead. I think... Chris is going to love this one. Um, women in minimum wage jobs, uh, they don't have the respect for cars that everyone else does. Yeah. You know? Chris. I think you should respect our shitty cars. You know, and I'm not emasculated or angry at all <laughs> at this interaction that happened. Dude, I had an encounter the other day. I can't believe I didn't tell you guys about this at work. It just like all fucking PTSD flashbacked me in the face. Like a fucking yeah, I flashbang. saw it happen. Dude, went to Walmart, right? Oh, that was your first I'm driving mistake. the Yaris. There's a slight incline in this parking spot. First of all, I come in. I'm cruising, and I'm fucking coasting just out of gear. I'm like, all right, I'm going to whip into this spot and then stop. And there's a bitch standing there with a carriage. There's, like, fucking three bitches standing there. Two of them with a carriage, and then one's, like, a little girl. <laughs> She's sitting yeah. in the trunk. Three bitches. <laughs> this little girl, so, bitch. So now I have to pull in but stop so that they see me so they move. And then I have to actually go in gear and pull up this hill slightly. Uh-huh. Now, Chris, you know this as well as I. I suck at everything. So, I'm aware. So here I am. I'm like, I, I, I've seen I've seen you in action. I've talked about this on the podcast numerous times where Giraffe Man told me this, and it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. In a manual, you have to commit. Now, the problem is I can't commit because there's a child in front mm-hmm. of me. So if I commit a little too aggressively, You're gonna kill the him. child's going to die. Yeah. So I have to be like weird mode where I'm kind of like this with the clutch and the gas, and I rev the car like a lot right, to get it going. This lady, if looks could kill, if we had Old Testament time, she would have pulled out a 12-gauge, stuffed it up my ass, and shot my fucking no, head off I, my shoulders. I feel like I piss people off doing that a lot, too, because especially where I go to school, it's a highly, like, trafficked pedestrian area mm-hmm. because people are trying to get to class and shit. Um, it's, like, a very heavily college-populated t- uh, area of the city. Yeah, which means they're all looking at their phones anyway, so... So... Now they're really ignorant. Um... When I when I need to like, you know, do that exact thing. Oh, my fucking jaw just popped. That's cool. The uh, maybe I get like TMJ or something. <laughs> Halfway through that episode. <laughs> <laughs> I every time I have to do that, I have to like creep up or something or something like that. Yeah. I always like I always think like, oh, these people think I'm an asshole. He's just like, because <laughs> you know, ninety percent. Uh, I'm not even pulling that out of my ass. It's legitimately a statistic. Ninety percent of people don't drive manual and yeah, they yeah. can't or know how yeah so i imagine it's a greater percentage than 10 that know how but it's 90 percent who don't yeah uh so i feel like probably 70 percent of people just don't understand how it works yeah. so they just think of being an asshole there was one time i was on my way home from work and i was driving the f-150 oh this boy. was before the exhaust leak happened oh that would have mm. been even worse Jesus. and i was on my way down the road and there was someone walking on the side of the road, and I had to downshift because I was going towards a, a stop sign. 
So I downshifted. I scared the fuck out of this person because all of a sudden they see a truck and then they hear. <laughs> Did you blimp the throttle? The downshift? well, yeah, because yeah. it's got it's got manual throttle body, so I I don't have to blip it as much as the Fiesta. Yeah, you just started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to like, you like yeah. breathe on it. The Fiesta, you you. What Mash I do it. is I put it to the floor for half a second, and yeah. that's enough revs to get me where I need to go. Yeah. The F-150, I tried to do that exact thing, and it's way too much revs. Mm. Yeah. So I scared the fuck out of this yeah. person. So, you know, manual, driving manual, it's scary for other people around you, and you, you piss people off. Dude, I literally, like, this lady, I did that. She literally was, like, in the trunk, and she just went... And just stared at me, dude. And I got out. I got out and I said, it's a manual transmission. Sorry about that. And she just went, yeah, okay. I'm like, all right, yeah, fucking bitch. Fucking smack the shit out of you. Be like, shut up. Well, I think. Fucking jerk, making fun of me. Because literally, I was like, (laughs) I revved it so high by accident. To the point of of you have to commit, like you were saying a a second ago. Uh, You do have to commit, but you also know how, you have to know how to commit. Yeah. Because if you commit like that, where you blip, you blip it way too high, or you like you rev it way too high, the car's gonna do exactly what you tell it to. Yeah. And if you don't know what to tell it to do, you're yep. gonna you're gonna fuck something up. Yeah. yeah. So you have to commit, but you have to be ready to commit. Yeah. You have to well, know when to commit. So, like for example, in traffic, it's no big deal because you just wait for the car to move and then you go right out mm-hmm. but on this little hill i had a short run i had to let out the clutch enough to grab give it gas and then immediately clutch in brake to stop so that's the problem with committing is i couldn't commit like at all there is no room to commit so i pretty much i did the fucking one of these i had foot on the brake clutch i went half out hit the gas let out gas in the fucking clutch so, at the same time so it literally just like pulled forward but it revved i ended up i have no my, fucking tachometer i revved the shit way too high my the way i deal with this Maybe not the best. Chris for the gets car. out and pushes it. It's not like mechanically sensitive, but I'm not particularly me- mechanically sensitive. I do the two foot dance where I my clutch acts as a brake mm. because I you know I can get it to the friction point where like it doesn't roll. It doesn't roll, and it doesn't go forward. I don't do that for too long. But that's how I deal with things like that. I never get on the brake for things like that. I always do the two-foot dance. Yeah. Because I have, like... I think it's something that comes with, like, learning. And I, I haven't been doing this for a whole ton of time. So, like, you know, give you another few months, you'll pick it up. But it's, like, you have to do the two-foot dance. This yeah. is... I'm doing this this way because this is legitimately how it works. Like, you have to, like... Ugh, ugh, yeah. And then you, like, move up just a little bit. And uh, it's a much more smooth motion than like trying to do this like two yeah. stepping yeah. on the fucking yeah, like so, tap dancing. So in the I've car. been doing that recently. I've been doing it. Fucking pains me to do, but I've been doing the little oh it's catching, give it some gas and roll, and then put it back in. It fucking pains me to do every time. Mostly because I don't have such a new car like yours. So I'm like, man, every every extra bit of wear I'm putting on this clutch is just sooner to death for this fucking yeah. two hundred forty thousand miles. See, piece I of do shit. that. I mean, I do that on the the F one fifty, and that has fucking no clutch mm. left. Yeah. So well, I'm like, ah, whatever. There's really no dance to do. Yeah. <laughs> the dance, yeah, the dance is I'm moving my foot. Uh, uh, uh fucking. You nanometer. curl your toes or you uncurl them, and that's enough. To I fucking... do like the SpongeBob driving a test episode. Big toe. I fucking big toe on the clutch. That's what yeah. I do. That's funny. But uh, I think we, we're we probably going to be a little shorter than normal, but we can... Yeah, because we did take a s- slight break. Yeah, but we mm-hmm. could probably call it there, I think, right? Unless you have something. Yeah. No, I don't. I think that's a good one. That was a good episode, boys. Some funny stuff going around the podcast today. 
We're better fucking jokes this. Yeah. My nasal issue is cleared up. I'm sure once we start the next episode, it's immediately going to happen again. Chris it's is like, the, I'm feeling uh, pretty good. It's the ginger you're eating. Um, Ian drinking. Uh, it's this uh, Schweppes Zero Sugar Ginger yeah. Ale, natural ginger flavor. That's cleared you right out. And with other natural flavors, caffeine-free, 12 fluid ounce, 355 milliliter. It's cleared you out. Maybe. Maybe so. Yeah. They don't tell Chris that the other natural flavors, it's just opioids. <laughs> mm. the, the other natural that's flavor where, is fucking yeah. codeine. That's a, <laughs> what they replaced the uh, sugar with. This is like, yeah. Yeah, I'm good for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Are you know, talking I like, yet? <laughs> I feel like I would notice if it was codeine. I'd be like, probably. Oh, man. Anyway, let's do an outro. <laughs> oh. It's kicking in. Yeah, that's the codeine. So, so as always, you can find us on Apple Podcast. Actually, you want to do it, Alex? Why don't you take no, it? No, because I don't know it. Come on. He doesn't listen. He's a sus listener. Do you know it, Chris? Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker Radio Public, Spotify, or I'm missing. Pocket Cast and the RSS Pocket feed Cast. all That's what below. I was missing. You can also That's George's podcast app of choice. How could I forget? Yeah, yeah. there you go. You can... <laughs> That's his podcast app of choice. <laughs> Sorry, I was, I, was, I was having a little giggle in the meantime, and I was trying to stifle it, but I couldn't quite do it. And as always, you can contact us via email, sensefire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, and death threats. There's also YouTube, the comment section there. We have a video platform on YouTube and Spotify. Check us out. And according to our boss, Spotify podcasts don't have ads. Unless the creator turns ads on. It's not like music. Oh, so, yeah. you don't even need a Spotify subscription, bitch. Just oh, learn that. even with... with- Without premium, they don't have ads? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. I just learned that from him uh, the other day when I was talking to him. So, no excuses, bitch. All right, bye.